Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I am Gabrielle. I am a former New York Mafia princess, originally from Austria. I am the mother of three and the owner of Too Posh Boutique. And here with my beautiful co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello, I'm Marcella. I'm a dancer, choreographer, model, and designer for Too Posh. And I say whatever the f- I want. Hi, my name is Cruz. I am a stylist. I also own the Society Salon in the Design District, and I am a short little Mexican with a big personality. I am Polly. <laughs> I am a certified sexual health consultant and educator, former professional dominatrix, currently working at the largest adult novelty store in the Texas Panhandle. What will they say next? Welcome to the Two Posh Podcast. <laughs> Well, welcome everybody. I feel like we haven't been together in so long. For real. I was just about to say that. I feel like it's been a long time. I'm excited time. to be back in the studio with you guys. I, I know. know. And especially with this amazing guest we have today. Yes, we have such <laughs> beautiful <laughs> girls in the room. I just have to say that. So look at the YouTube. <laughs> yes, y'all look at this YouTube because we have some hotties in the house. Hope Beal. So I wanted to tell everyone first that we are so thankful that you guys are listening. Lately, the show has kind of been very exciting growth all of a sudden. Like we were always between 300 and 350 a week of downloads. And lately, the last few weeks has been just so exciting like over a thousand a week 100 900 like really really good job (laughs) we're very excited and want to thank everyone that listens to us because you know that is where that's gonna keep us going and um tell all your friends about it yeah (laughs) tell them to subscribe to all all the things all the things and um we want to uh, start the show. I wanted to just say that I am still so sorry. Last time we had to cancel our show because I fell on my head. <laughs> my mom got terrible. a concussion on her face. On her face. <laughs> like literally an hour before the show. And I have a tiny little funny story that just happened. That's why I bring it up. So we had to go to emergency room. My husband took me and um, we go and they then, you know, they want to get all your information for the. Um, insurance and whatever and i noticed that the lady was like saying no she needs to answer i think they thought it was very confusing but Uh, what was really crazy is you know time went by we went uh, i don't know christmas whatever and then all of a sudden patrick my husband the other day goes what are these papers on the on the kitchen counter and i go i don't know what you mean and i thought he had gotten the bill from the hospital and i go up to the papers i go oh that's my when we left like the Your discharge papers but i never even looked at them it's a stack this high <laughs> and it's Mine all about stick. it is all about abuse, abuse <laughs> domestic, <laughs> violence. domestic violence and <laughs> no, the hotline gosh. and everything else and i'm like oh my god <laughs> in case you need to escape yeah that's hilarious it's funny but at the same time i'm glad they're doing stuff like that, that is true that's I mean, in true. other circumstances, it yeah. might happen. Yeah. Well, and you have to understand, for anybody listening, my mom 
can be vain. That's what you said. Yeah. And I, she no, went into the hot. Vain. She's vain. So she went into the emergency room <laughs> with big sunglasses and a hat. <laughs> and so I think that they thought she was like in a battered wife, like trying to cover with these big sunglasses. Stop. <laughs> no. And then I hurt my elbow really bad too. And I fell and I am, like, I'm kind of weird. I'm so European medicine more than the American medicine. And I don't believe in everything that is done here so when I don't like have a bone sticking out I will heal myself right and I and and the doctor was like well we need to x-ray your elbow and blah 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 because I couldn't move it and I was like no I'm fine I just need to make sure my head is okay she goes no 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 that'll heal itself yeah, like, like it happens all the time <laughs> like I break my he pushes me all the time I fall I after the fact it's like they must have really thought there was something wrong. Funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Patrick's about the last person who would ever do anything I think to he's, anyone. He's upset. He's very upset about <laughs> that anyone would think that. Mm -hmm. That he would be abusive. Yeah, he can't even imagine. So that's why so, we had to cancel podcasts. Yeah. And to the poor guests that were scheduled that day, we hope they come back. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come really back. Yes. They were all so nice we, when we I need text them. them back. Yeah. They'll definitely be back. Yeah. yeah. So now I want to concentrate on our Hope Beal, this beautiful human that um, Marcella met. And since the day that Marcella met her, <laughs> it's been just the biggest blessing for me as a mom, for the beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful friendship that you guys have no, created absolutely. and found. And yeah. it's a, a, a blessing to me as well as to you guys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Hope Beale is like a major famous influencer. <laughs> not sexiest even. woman. Fitness model. I see her pictures and videos and I'm like, what? that's my friend. That's my best friend. Body, the face, personality. Uh -huh. It really is. And she's so sweet. So I think that's what helps. Oh, like inside. God. She's so humble and kind. And so. I it mean, makes her more beautiful. She has 1.6 million followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Wow. 1.6 million. million. That's wow. a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, that's, I will say, though, that's more like than a lot of celebrities. Yeah. On the grand yeah. scheme of things, though, it's really not. I mean, it is a lot, but it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> See, she's so humble. We'll tell you it's a lot. <laughs> One point. Yeah. Like he said, a lot of celebrities don't have that mm -hmm. many followers. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. But you are a famous <clears throat> fitness model, obviously. Like everyone yes. go check her out. And you're a personal trainer. Yes. And a nutrition coach. Yes. A bikini competitor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh Used my to be. God. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit. I mean, how did that start? When did you come up with I have the so idea? Many yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know, <laughs> and all the Instagram <laughs> stuff. Like, when did you yeah. start that? We need to know. Yeah, it's crazy. Go. Honestly, like um, thinking back, I mean, it's I've definitely been on my Instagram game for over five years, mm -hmm. and I kind of honestly, I will say, I think I got a little lucky because I got in when it was like big, like when. I got in at the right time. You know, you hear that a lot, but it's the truth. Right. And um, so my husband, when I met him, he was a personal trainer and I was always into fitness, but um, he like really got me into fitness. He was like, you know, I think there's something here. He's like, I think you should start doing fitness competitions. But when I saw these girls, I was like, 
oh, no, I can never do that. Like, I don't want to be like super muscular and that's not my thing. But then he was like, no, you need to do it. You could win. I mean, there's different levels of it, too. A different level. So I did bikini. Yeah, I didn't do like the super muscular one, like more bikini. Um, And it was the hot one. That's the hot one. one. I agree. Everything Mm -hmm. else, I think, is like. Sorry if we offended anyone, (laughs) but yeah, I agree. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy because things have changed, like where it was again, five, six, seven years ago to where it is now. But um, so that's honestly how I started my social media game because I documented everything. And it's hilarious because we were like looking back at Facebook um, five years ago and the things that we would post, you know, like a crappy looking bowl of oatmeal. (laughs) Like literally I would post everything, like everything fitness related. So I documented my journey and and I'll say that a lot, but I did like, and I showcased everything, what I was doing. I woke up and did cardio and what I would eat and um, my life was consumed with fitness. And because uh-huh. I, I'm one of those people, I guess, like when I start something, I'm fully in. I was 100%. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it, what it did for me, what it did for my mind, like what it was doing for people around me. Um, oh. And so, and again, I guess my husband and I were both so consumed that we even started a fitness business. So we had like a storefront nutrition business. What? Yeah, I don't even oh, know if I've ever no. told you this. Yeah, so like we were all in. Like I was competing. He was like really on his diet. And then, um, you know, we owned a storefront. It's when we lived in Addison Circle. Oh. Um, and we hosted like free boot camps every week for people. We what had a was huge community. Top Shelf Nutrition. Oh. Which is still our business till this day that oh, we use nice. for our personal training. Um, oh. But yeah, that's just kind of how it got started. And I documented my journey and I did my first fitness competition and I won, basically. The no first way. one. The first very, one. I didn't even know what I was doing, you guys. If I showed you the photos, you're like, what the hell? But I just got up there and I, you know, had the confidence and I, I put in the work and I did really good. I never got my pro card because, again, I'm so lucky that I went through the process. But it's just such a crappy world, the fitness yeah. industry, like the competing world. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot about myself and um, realized really quickly that it just wasn't for me. Right. But again, that is how I started my social media. And that's how I grew so fast because I started documenting. Yeah. And working with brands. Yeah. And um, then I fell in love with all that. Right. That makes sense. And then the modeling, you've been doing that a long time though, right? Yeah. So in college, it's funny. I I joined a modeling organization. It's called Mose because I went to UNT in Denton. And um, I just like even in high school, like in your yearbook, they tell you you do a little quote. And I always like told people I was like, I'm like for my senior quote, I said that I'm going to run the rule, run the like rule the runway and change the way the world looked at fashion. That's oh, what I freaking I said. That. Like I was this small town girl with these big dreams. I really thought I was like going to be this like supermodel or something. But if anything, I just had the confidence. <laughs> they People probably thought I was crazy because I'm like from a real small town. And they're and like, are you girl, from? Texarkana. Texarkana. So they probably really thought I was crazy. <laughs> but I went to college and I did my thing. And I was always told that I was too muscular. Because really? I didn't have a model body. I'm not very thin. I'm very muscular. Thank you, mom. She gave me those genetics. <laughs> um, so then when I found my husband, he's like, you have something here. Let's work with that. Work with your muscles. And yeah, I did. So it just kind of led me to that path. So I've been modeling from like college and I did do some jobs and stuff. And um, 
worked with an agency and then kind of transitioned into fitness. I love it. Mm -hmm. And you're very confident. Where do you think that comes from? Honestly, probably my mom. It's crazy because I just remember being young and like just being myself, authentically myself. Like I thought I was going to be a country singer and (laughs) I would sing to the entire family. Just I wasn't shy at all ever my whole life. I've just always been very like, this is me. Take it or leave it. If you don't like it, I don't care. No, that's amazing. And I'm very grateful for that. Like it really has taken me far because of my confidence, I think. I agree. You have to have that. I wish that I could get more people to feel that way. My son told me that she is, that you also love every woman's body and you're very like supportive Supportive. and you find beauty in all of it. Oh my goodness. I just think the woman's body is, I'm obsessed with women. I don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Like I genuinely love everything about a woman. I don't know what it is, but it, it's true. And so again, like, Whatever you want to be, like if you want to be thin and like tall and skinny, great. If you want to be curvy, great. If you want to be muscular, great. I just think it's all beautiful and just like be authentically yourself and whatever works for you. Right. Yeah, I agree. And just very supportive. Mm -hmm. And you're always in a good mood. Yeah. She's always positive because I stretch her. And so I, every day I see her, she, my mom will be like, how was it with Hope? I guess she's just wonderful. She's just every time. so positive and always good energy. Like, Cruz, you're like that too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I try to be positive. Mm-hmm. It just makes the world better, you know? Like, what's the point of being in a bad mood? Because it's just going to make everyone around you in a bad mood and just ruins your day. I feel like it takes more energy to be negative than it does positive. I agree. Oh, you have to try to be grumpy all yeah. day. I feel like you have to stay in that bad mood. Mm. Oh, yeah, I can't. I just, I don't know what it is. And like I said, I'm a personal trainer, so, and I'm very energetic in the mornings and it's almost annoying to my clients because I have a lot of grumpy clients <laughs> and they're like, oh my goodness, you are like too much for me today. And I'm like, sorry. Okay, give me 10 more push yeah, thank you. <laughs> but my client the other day said that she's like, I just want you to know every time I come here, you're always smiling. I love always. to see you're like so happy no matter what. It's like, even if you're in a bad mood and you see me, you're not going to be in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can't help it. No. Just can't. Now with all this also comes a lot of traveling. Yeah. So tell us about all the places you've been. What's your favorite? Like, how does oh. that work? Because I think those are, a lot of times people want you to travel to their homes or whatever, right? And it's all paid for or how does that work? With yeah. the modeling stuff? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, like when I originally started, it was just about like back then, like shooting for content and working with different photographers or brands and just kind of getting your name out there. So we did. We traveled a lot. I would go to, you know, L.A. mostly because that's where a lot of like photographers are. And um, just shoot constantly and just have content and collaborating with other influencers, things like that, I think really helped me grow. Um, And then that turned into just like living life and enjoying traveling. So we, my husband and I, we try to book a trip like once a month just to get out and get away. I see you once a month. Oh my gosh, she's already traveling. I I love it. It's just like I get a little stagnant. Honestly, I'm a little bit of a homebody when I'm home. But when I go, I just want to go to get a change of scenery, maybe be by the ocean. And um, so I honestly, through social media, I am so grateful. I've got to do a lot of really cool, fun trips. Like what? Tell so um, some of the most amazing ones, like 
we I went to Colombia. Uh, that was amazing. My first time to that country. It's stunning. So I've been twice now with a fitness brand called Fitness Girls. It's actually a fitness magazine. And um, the Tourism of Colombia hosted us. Everybody talks about how amazing know, Columbia. Columbia is. Oh, you know so what? It's amazing. Things. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The backdrop is honestly, I just, I don't know why more people don't talk about it because it was it's incredible. I, have I mean, a I feel it's got this there. stigma that it's mm-hmm. kind of scary to, yeah. you know, go. But I've had a lot of friends. I mean, actually, we had a guest, yeah. that, Rudy, that went mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I have a friend who moved there, like, literally Ew. packed up and moved. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't say it on here. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, we, it's it's gorgeous. Like, it's really cool. I want to see other parts of it. We went to... Um, Oh gosh, I can't even think of it right now. That's see, I'll have a little some brain farts here and there, but um, yeah, it's Medellin, Medellin, yes, Medellin. Yeah, that's gotta say properly. That's why I was like, yeah, Medellin, Medellin. Uh, there Medellin. you go. Yes. You see, I'm so country. I make everything <laughs> real southern. So, but I have to say, like Hope's work ethic. So I saw her on a trip. And she's up and she's Tulum and she's up and she's shooting and she's working. And I was like, well, no wonder because it's not easy. I think was not Tulum. That was oh, and Turks and Caicos. I've never been to Tulum, and that's I keep saying I, that's a T. Well, maybe it's a sign you should. <laughs> come. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love Tulum. So in Turks, <laughs> but besides that, where we were, I just felt that some people might see what she does on Instagram and think that they can do the same thing, which I'm not saying they can't, but people need to understand the work that this girl puts in. I was like, oh my gosh, that is like, you're on a trip and you're still working and shooting and filming and working. And her husband shoots (laughs) a lot of her stuff too. And she's just telling him what to do and just (laughs) bossing Justin around. And it's very impressive to see someone go out of town and still put the work in. It's not an easy thing. She obviously didn't get to 1.6 million <laughs> by half ass doing that. I mean, you when you I go mean? out of town, I mean, that's part of it is taking all those pictures and uh, content mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to get those those things that you wouldn't get otherwise, um, which brings up a question that I was kind of saving. But tell us your schedule. I mean, what is your like day to day schedule? Mm-hmm. Like what time do you wake up? What do you do? Give us your kind of rundown yeah. on on your schedule, your like daily schedule, just yeah. the average day of hope. <laughs> well, I will say COVID made me a little lazy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but and I am so blessed with like technology because personal training, that is like my main, you know, career that I do like day to day. And um, when COVID hit, I actually transferred to virtual training. Okay. So I literally it's so crazy, but wow. I, I'm so blessed. <laughs> I typically I wake up early because I, I started and, early. And what's early? Like maybe like five thirty a.m., six a.m. Wow. But again, I have seven to me is early. Like I wake up at seven. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. like I'm fucking waking up mm-hmm. early. <laughs> well, I'm the Same. grandma too. I do go to bed really early. But I wake up early. Um, typically, I will say lately my schedule has changed a little bit, and I've gotten to sleep in a lot more. Thank goodness. Um, but five thirty is maybe like a typical... that was like typical. Yes, five thirty a.m. Start by six or six thirty, and then I have a little office space in my house, and I'll train my clients I do 30 minute one-on-one sessions virtually um so I'll train all my clients and I'm usually done by 11 a.m 
But again, if you think of it, like a six to eleven, so that's quite a few hours. Intervals. You have a thir- back to back to back thirty minutes. Back to back to yep. back. Wow. Mm-hmm. So from from what time till like 11? usually like six a.m. to eleven a.m. Wow. And there's some breaks in there, and it's not like that every single day, right. but that's like typically my schedule. So typically, out of that whole schedule in thirty minutes, how many breaks do you feel? Thirty minute. Typically, the the way I like to work, I don't I like to go back, back to back, back, no to breaks. back, no breaks. If someone wow. cancels or something, I would have like a little 30 minute break or like a 15 minute breather. Right. Um, but honestly, like I said, I'm so blessed because I'm home in like the comfort of my little office. Just And I have a lot of my clients I've had for years, so they know my style of training. And I just sit in my chair and tell them what to do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, do yeah. this, grab this, oh, do so, that, do So this, you do don't this. do it with them. You rarely, rarely, because I mean, they know. She might, like, show them I'll the show technique. them maybe like yeah, like something you know. If but typically, new. I they know kind of like my verbiage and and know exactly what I want them to do. So, so you're there to like kind of make them motivate. yeah, like motivate, motivate yeah. Them well, because you know, think about it. Even me personally, like if I have some, like a workout scheduled, I'll go and do it. But if it's on my own terms, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to self-motivate. Yeah. And that's very difficult. I mean, I, I have a trainer too. And I mean, that's the only way I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, you know? Like, yeah. Fuck, if you pay come. money, you're going to go. <laughs> you got to yeah. show up. Exactly. Right? Because if you don't show up, you, you're getting charged anyway. So you might as well get the job done. Right. Yeah. So from seven to 11. Typically. Yes. Work. Or, and then and not work, but your, your yeah. workout routine mm-hmm. that you do with your clients. And then, and then clock <laughs> comes around, maybe take a nap. Okay. Um, depends on the nice. day. I'm a good napper. I love a good nap. Uh, nap and, that, and that's awesome here. that you, you have the ability to be able to do that. I mean, yeah. But again, I think people, when they hear that, they, but they forget that I also wake up at like five 30 in the morning, yeah. which is crazy. Most people get like good eight hours. Sometimes I don't. So, um, you know, if I take a nap, great. Um, if I don't need to fine. And then I'll work out on my own, usually midday, like two, one or two. And then, and um, how long, how, what are your workouts? Like how long do you usually work out so maybe i'm like fast and furious just like i train my clients i don't like to be in the gym forever i just want to get in there get what i need done and and honestly the past like couple of years i've really gotten into classes um i'm actually an investor in two f45 locations here in dallas so nice. i really love that class environment and me too um, what is that f45, f45 it's a functional training gym so have you heard of orange theory yes it's like that. that so it's classes you go in and um there's an instructor there, and it's great. Give, it's a, pl- give a plug. Which which ones are you are you um, running? Oh give yeah, so Main Street, Dallas, right in front of American Airlines, and then we have Knox and Henderson area as well. So Main nice. Street is in front of um, American Airlines. American Airlines, mm-hmm. and then Knox and Henderson. Yeah. So you got two locations. Yeah. And what time do they open? Um, we have classes starting very early, six a.m. They're all throughout the day, Um, and it's kind of like a schedule, just like Orange Theory. So you would sign up on the app and then go into the class. It's gotten F forty five's gotten really huge the past few years. Um, Mark Wahlberg, he's like a, you know, he loves it. So that's it was fun. I I went with her one time. I did. I went with. So if you mention two posh, maybe you get a discount. (laughs) Maybe you get a little discount. Come on in. No, we'll take you. Yeah, for sure. The more the merrier. It's fun. It's. I think classes are fun because you get the motivation of the people mm-hmm. in the class and you have good trainers and music. So I, I had fun. I went with hope and it was really fun and they have screens like what you're going to do next. And you go in groups and or little sections and it was really fun. Yeah. It takes the thinking out. That's why I love it. I think yeah. that's why a lot of people love it. Out. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And it like, caters to everyone. Anyone could do the class. Yeah. So that's cool. So like 11 to 2, you kind of have like personal time. For yeah, yourself, like personal time. Um, you know, and being a girl is hard because I feel like every week we have something laser hair removal, facial, right. get her hair up done, keep, get her nails yes. done. The upkeep. I, I get it, girl. Listen, oh, I gotta he, be. I gotta be trying to stay fresh and young over here. So it's always something. Chris is all about the oh, girls. Yes. Well, you know, because yeah, I'm, you're I'm in the salon. You gotta, yes. you keep us pretty. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But he's all for. It. He's all <laughs> for that. it. He loves mm-hmm. it. It's the way of the world. We've got to stay, you know, fresh. So, so. so 11 to 2, a little personal time. Yes. And then, and then after appointments after and whatnot. Two. And then honestly, to be honest, I'm very lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I started ordering like a meal prep service thing again. So I start cooking more. So I'll usually like cook dinner. Um, and then honestly, I love taking a bath like around 6 p.m. I love my hot baths for like mm-hmm. an hour. That's like me time. And then I'm in bed by 730 every no. night. Wow. No, I promise. I'm a grandma. That, that is like my, if I'm home, I'm like in bed super early because I wake up early. But again, I don't go to bed till probably 11. I like, I love binge watching any kind of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, that's kind of like my low key schedule. That's why we do travel a lot because when I'm home, I'm just very like, I stick to the norm. I do my little usual routine. And then if I have a trip, planned it keeps me on track right so i try to eat healthy try to work out stay on you know in my shape and then i'll go on my little trip and then um that's when i do a lot of my work again if i need to shoot content or i have something that i have to do for a brand i add that into my day as well but and dallas i feel like it's hard to get good I mean, you can find cool stuff like backdrops to shoot, but it's not as inspiring right. as when yeah, you're I'm in not Turks motivated. and Caicos. No, and listen, to live. no, I do have a photographer I work with in Dallas, and like I'll book him once a month, and we will just literally shoot tons of content when I have him, and then I'll have that for me. So I'll work really hard for like one day, yeah, <laughs> and then Give unless I'm name. traveling. Give us his name. Oh yeah, Simon Lopez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Simon. I have to shoot with Simon. Yeah, he's the best. He's like literally the sweetest person you've ever met in your life and he's so talented. Follow Simon. Simon Follow Lopez. Simon. He's the best photographer. He so he does great studio work but he's also like so, I don't know how to put it, creative and mm-hmm. has all these great ideas so he can eye. shoot anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's quick. He said he's going to shoot Jolie for um, prom. Princess, prom princess stuff so we're having a dress made for that whole thing at Carrie's house oh yeah. my gosh those photos just the little sneak peeks we saw I mean he's just yeah. incredible yeah. he's Amazing. really good he's so good yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous so, so then when you're on oh go ahead no go oh I was gonna say yeah. when you're on a trip kind of tell people yeah. what you do because you wake up early still yeah, yeah. that's that's what I really want to know I want a juice of how yeah you do your Work. day mm-hmm. to make your Instagram yeah. what it is because I mean a lot of people like don't understand. really they don't understand how no. much work it is but they, they also want to get to where you're at oh, for sure like, I want them to understand like what you have to actually do to get there you know yeah and so this is a thing um in the past like two last year it was only been a year oh my gosh can't believe it so I found a photographer in Mexico. And that's why we go to Mexico a lot. So my husband, when I first started, you know, got into the, the whole like social media thing, which is hilarious because he bought all of this equipment 
like camera equipment. He became a photographer for her because we had to get content. That's the name of the game. It's like staying consistent, right? Like shooting for brands. I love how supportive that is. No, he he believes in you so much. Uh, Literally. I'm like, I was just going to ask what he does. Y'all, he is, it's not easy to do photography. Like it's not just point and shoot. You have to know like expensive ass hobby Mm -hmm. too. (laughs) Y'all, I can't even tell you. So I will say this year he did retire. He sold all of his equipment. He doesn't like, now we're just shooting on the iPhone if it's with him but our last trip was Turks and Caicos Marcelo's with yeah. us and we didn't bring our photographer with us that trip he couldn't come so Justin actually had to work and he didn't want to work he wanted to play <laughs> and I'm very bossy and I'm very like I get anxiety if I don't get the job done like I can't stop and enjoy myself until I until get the done. job done so I would like have to stop him from playing beer pong I'm like babe we need to shoot um, I'm ready she let's was. go come that's on that's the real reason we're here yeah <laughs> And he knows it too. And so um, he's such a great sport. Like he gets the job done and he's actually really talented too because he learned a lot. I mean, he took classes. He had a mentor. We went on trips. He shot other women like he shot like he was doing the work to get good and he's good. Um, He learned Photoshop, you know, all the things. Not easy. Um, But I going back, I am so blessed now. We have a wonderful photographer friend. Um. And Victor Ozuna, and he is in Mexico at Victor Ozuna, 92. If you guys want to follow him, he's incredible. He's amazing. Um, He's so great. And he is one of the most talented people I've ever met because, and he probably works harder than me, which I love. So once a month, the reason we go to Mexico, one, it's easy, it's more affordable, and we have him. So we'll book him out for a good four days, and him and I just kill it we work 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 whatever brands i have whatever content i need and we just kill it every single day and so on vacation the same thing i just have anxiety about it i think that's just my personality i'm just a go-getter like i feel like i need to work 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 and the reason i'm there is because of the you know life i've been blessed with through social media so i wake up super early because that's the best lighting if you're trying to get in a golden hour yeah a.m or p.m you got to get early or catch that sunset depending on where you are but if you're early there's nobody there to like exactly you have the whole place to yourself and i'm just such an i just appreciate sunsets and i appreciate i that's one thing i try to be grateful when i travel because wake up and take that time for myself and just take it all in because you know that's a blessing um but yeah i kill it for a couple of hours and then once I have everything shot, then I can relax and actually have some fun. But I am a little like um, overwhelming and I have a little bit of anxiety if I don't actively work on vacation. But again, I, I know luckily. With I mean, you call Hill, it vacation, but it's like a work But it's work-cation. technically a workation. <laughs> I guess. 100%. I think that's sometimes even harder because you're in that environment mm-hmm. and now you want to just relax and like. I know we have Well, fun. she wants to work and everybody else wants to work. <laughs> That's what it's, it is. It's yeah. amazing. And it really I, is amazing. I feel like I bother people sometimes like because we do do a lot of group trips because they're more fun with friends. And um, sometimes I feel like I feel like I'm overwhelming people if I'm working too much and they're trying to have fun. But I'm like, sorry, but I just I have to get in my content or it's not going to work. I mean, that's, that's the reason I'm do. there. I think it's 100%. amazing. I am yeah. so impressed. Yeah. It's been fun. And um, I'm grateful again. Like it's just been a really good experience. What's the most rewarding thing? Um, Honestly, just my lifestyle. And I knew this from the beginning that I didn't want to work a nine to five. I didn't want to work for someone else. I tried that route. You know, I, I went to school. I got my degree in fashion merchandising 
and I have a lot of girlfriends that went that route and I'm so lucky. And honestly, I think I have a lot of it to go to my husband because we kind of created this life together that I can have this lifestyle and I get to do what I want. And I get to travel and see the world and like we can just go whenever we want. And again, I do work and I just want to come back to that because I think people think it's easy. They're like, oh, you just take a picture and you post it, blah, blah, mm, blah. Mm. No, I put in the work. Like I get so stressed it's... out thinking. And then we do a lot of um, in Mexico now. We've built a relationship there in Tulum. And so even if we go to like a nice dinner, sometimes I'm working because it's a free dinner. But right. so I have to like get the stories and get the photos. And like, so I really can't fully enjoy the experience unless... I get my content first. First, we take pictures, and then if there's time, we eat. <laughs> then we eat. Yeah. So we drink the whole time. You know, we drink the whole time. So, yeah. What's the most challenge challenging about this lifestyle? Um, I think probably that, like, finding your balance and, and knowing, like, how to relax a little because <laughs> sometimes. And then also being motivated. I'm telling you, COVID made me very lazy. And so when I'm home and... I think my husband knows it. Sometimes I just kind of get into my funk and I'm just like not motivated. I don't want to shoot. I don't want to do anything. But then when I travel, I'm like killing it. And he knows that mm -hmm. because I'm like motivated by the beautiful scenery and the water and the ocean or whatever, wherever we are. Uh, so I think just staying motivating, motivated to get the content and, yeah. and be creative mm -hmm. because it's a lot sometimes. Well, definitely. And I want to, I want you to tell people about Justin because yeah. I think a lot of, mm -hmm men because if anybody goes and looks at hope's instagram mm -hmm. he has to be i mean he's so supportive he does does he ever get jealous does he ever say anything at all did he maybe at first ever i wish he would get jealous <laughs> <laughs> i will try anything to, this boy is so confident in himself security. he that's, is yes, so secure but exactly what and i is. think that's what helped me be comfortable too like because listen I've always like I just have a sexy mentality like I think again women's bodies are beautiful and we should be able to showcase like I freaking work hard in the gym I eat healthy I should be able to show my body right Absolutely. like that's just who I am and it keeps me young so I'm like that's that's it so I think that he um he's never been jealous I don't think That's there's amazing. been, but we also have like an open door policy. Like he has access to all my accounts. Like again, right. five years ago, now I have someone that actually helps run my social media pages. And who is that? That's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. She's the best. And like, you know, we've been best friends for 19 years. And so like, I trust her with my life, but she does help me because I will tell you like, again, you have to invest in your business, like social media. You're not just going to like post a photo and grow like it takes a lot of work. You're like, yeah. you have to contact your fans and like message people back. And it's a, you know, so I, we were just I mean. joking the other night, Justin and I, we would, um, we would literally fight who would respond back to comments. I'd be like, no, it's your night. He's like, no, it's your night. So he's oh, helped me. Wow. He's been on the back end of things the whole time. So when people say hope your social media, it's technically our <laughs> social media because again, he takes my photos. He helps like post things and edit things and communicate comment. and comment. It's so a lot. He sees it all. So I think since it's been so like, Open. you know, and I'm so obsessed with him. He knows that, that he's like fine with it. He's like, He's not worried about any of these guys. He actually thinks it's funny. Like if 
like someone famous or something messages me. He's like, take a screenshot, (laughs) send it to his friends. He's like, look, this guy's trying to slide into your DMs, but what he doesn't know, it's he's talking to me. (laughs) You know, I'm like, babe, God, stop. But I think that's amazing. It is. And probably that I didn't even think about that, but that probably settles him totally because he he has he can yeah he is on my account and you guys treat it as a business oh it's totally business like he emails like when brands message me nine times out of ten he's emailing the brands back he works the deals because he's we call him jay money for a reason (laughs) because he's all about the money so i'm like babe you handle it you're the product and yeah i'm like i don't even know why you're asking me to like respond or talk to you because you're talking to my husband (laughs) right no I think it's because it takes it can't be done on your own no and I think that like um if you do want to do social media and you are in a relationship you just have to have that confidence in each other and the trust trust. is Mm -hmm. trust absolutely how long are you married um so I claim 10 years. We claim like from the day we met because we basically started a business together and opened a bank account together like a year in. Um, but we're technically married five years. Okay. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah, long but time. 10 years is a long time years. with someone. Time. Even five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I was, um, you know, when I found out you were coming on the show, I went through your social media and I yeah. was kind of creeping on it. <laughs> of course, you know, it's your social media. So it's a, lot of pictures of you and then i caught this glimpse of you and this guy and i was like huh who is this (laughs) so i went to his social media and of course it's your husband and it's all of the two of you and like you can tell how much in love you guys are Mm -hmm. like i I saw it i felt that i was like wow like this guy is like all (laughs) yeah totally you can really tell and i'm all about him and it's actually really funny because we'll shoot content together like couples photos I'll have to be honest. My brand is not him. My brand is me. And I'm like, you know, like the sexy girl in a bikini, whatever, more fitness and things like that. So it doesn't make sense to post him on my page um, because I've tried. But he is so business minded. He's like, no, don't post me. I mean, it's true, though. It is true. true. It's very smart. Yeah. And so on his page, like we'll shoot content and have the best photos. And I want to post them. Really? And he's like, he's like, no, you can't post them on your page. I'm like, oh. That's very rude, but he does. He like takes over that way. But no, you guys need to do. I think a couple page because yeah, I know yeah. we've actually thought about really that. Good content and like I follow this luxury couples page, and I mean they have some badass mm-hmm. shots. Like y'all should really do or consider kind of doing a couple. Well, you page need to tell him that I mean, because I've tried. He's hot too. He know? is. He's hot so listen too. Like, but it's once in a blue moon. Maybe after he has a couple shots of tequila, is when he'll finally take a photo with me. But he's very like. Like behind scenes he doesn't he's not one to be in front of the camera it, he does not like it well, his instagram's pretty lit it's lit <laughs> i know because he's so handsome like that i'm telling you he'll post like once a month and it's like only when yeah. he's in the mood yeah. you know him yeah. he's just a he's a very special guy it's very funny he is um and then i want you to tell me about your wedding oh yes like okay. what you guys did so um Again, we've just had a very unique relationship. And of course, I knew I was always wanted to get married. But again, we were like together for over three years before we even got engaged. And then we were engaged for over two years before we even thought to get married. And again, he's all about the money, right? He doesn't want to spend a lot of money. (laughs) He wants to save, save, save. But so we had an opportunity to go to Italy. And he was like, hey, you want to get married while we're in Italy? And I said, 
Sure. <laughs> so I bought a dress and he had a tuxedo and we brought a videographer. Again, you have to get the content. Oh. Um, and I brought my hair girl, which was one of my really good friends. And so we That's went and we had an amazing balcony um, in Italy, Positano. It was so oh. stunning, gorgeous, like out of a picture book. You can't even like insane <laughs> gorgeous. So literally we filmed, we wrote our vows like privately, which was very sweet because he's not a very soft, sweet guy. He's more of a hard, rough, you know, which I like. But um, it was very sweet. And we just filmed us, him and I, walking out. We read our vows to one another. And then we rented a boat. And we only had an hour to run to the boat. And we did a little, like, tour around the little um, island. And, yeah, we filmed everything. And we were technically married. And then we went to the courthouse, like, a month later and got our certification. And then we just had a huge party party in Dallas with our friends. And it was honestly amazing (laughs) because that's just more of our personalities. And I know people are like, you didn't have your family there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I get it. But we just kind of always had that mindset. And we knew we wanted to do it that way. And it was more intimate because for him, that's just his personality. He doesn't want to be the center of attention, whereas I do. (laughs) I'm like, sure, everybody come. But he's like, no. So it was nice for me to have that experience with him, like a very like intimate moment. Yeah. I think it's cool that it was just the two of you. No, it was it was perfect. It couldn't have been any better for us. I love that. Mm -hmm. And we'll have the video forever. It was so memorable. And that's really all that matters. It was perfect for you guys. Yeah, because that's what a wedding should be about. I think yes. people get caught up in the other stuff nowadays. And so, and anytime. Yeah. So when I tell people, I'm like, do it that way. You will be so happy if you do it that way. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I have one more question for this um, part of the Segment. show. Um, I know that you love Tulum. Love, love, love Tulum. Yes. But I, I know you had a very traumatic experience. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. allowed to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. I can talk about it. Um, yeah, we've, we've gone literally probably over 50 times. Uh, to Tulum, one of my favorite places, such a great experience. And everyone always is like, Mexico's not safe. Like, do you ever feel unsafe? I've never felt unsafe in Tulum. Same. I've never felt never. Unsafe. I've been a lot of times. Right? Have you ever had a bad experience? Never. I will say I've only had one. Um, but probably recently because of the cartel. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't even know the story, but I'm you're right. Sure. It's the cartel. And um, I think it's something you hear, but they don't talk about a lot because the media, obviously, because Tulum is very touristy. It's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we were there with another couple friend of ours and they had never been. So we're having this good experience and we're at a very popular restaurant. And I don't care. I'll say the name. It was called Rosa Negra. It's a very, Rosa I'm Negra. sure you've yeah, been. It's very fun. They yeah. have like a good DJ. It's the like best the Nick and food. Sam's of Tulum. <laughs> it is. It is. That's a good and it's compare. open to the street. It's very like fun. But I will say that day I had a weird feeling. I swear, like our gut always tells us. And I was telling my friend, I was like, hey, I just want you to know, because I went to Tulum five years ago when it was what I loved about it. Now yeah. it's a little more overwhelming and touristy. Don't yeah. you agree? I've been going literally probably 10 years. Okay, so you've seen the growth. <laughs> I saw it before it was anything. And don't you wish it was how it was? Yes. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. I mean, I, I love it now, but it, it's it's completely different. Completely. And so there were like, it was a night where there was like bachelorette parties and people were wearing sashes. And like, I'm like, where are we? Are we in Vegas? Like, this is not the Tulum. I just, I was like, I just want you to know, this is not what I love about Tulum. Yeah. It's, this is not what we're into. And we were walking to the bathroom and they were literally 
putting bags of drugs on your face, like touching you, saying, buy this, buy these drugs, buy these drugs. I'm like, oh, my goodness. What what the hell? Where are we? It's never been like that. <clears throat> um, and I will say something about that night. And we're in the middle of the restaurant at this large table and just... Thank goodness. Again, my friend Victor, who's a photographer there, he was sitting right in front of me. And I just remember him vividly saying, get down. And I just see his eyes and everybody in the whole freaking restaurant fall to the ground. And someone, apparently he saw it vividly. They're on a motorbike, two young guys, two kids. One jumps off the back and just starts shooting up the restaurant. You hear four shots, bang, 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 bang. Then I'm, everyone's on the ground. It was just so like surreal in the moment. You're just trying to over, like what is going on? So we're in the middle where everything's open. So everyone's crawling kind of to the side where Are the people DJ screaming? is. Mm-hmm. Are people to screaming? It is I'm so sure. screaming. Glasses are breaking. I'm I'm tables crawling over. I'm, tables are flipping over. I'm crawling. I'm literally laying on this guy. Some guy I don't even know. I think Justin's on me. I don't know. It was so overwhelming. I'm on my girlfriend. I'm holding her and this guy. And then for a moment, there's silence. And everyone just like looks at each other. And then I'm looking at this guy's eyes like, oh, my God, we could have got shot. Like, it's just so crazy. I just remember that. And they start shooting again, you guys. <gasps> no. And I literally, in my heart, thinking, this is all I'm thinking. They're coming in here and they're shooting everyone. I'm going to die. Like, I'm just shaking. I'm shaking thinking about now. It's crazy. And then, finally, it stops. And I guess they're like, everyone in the restaurant's like, run to the kitchen, run to the kitchen. Like, that's the safest place. So everyone's running to the kitchen. And there's like blood everywhere because i think probably like from the glass like people were all crawling on the ground like on top of glass so i'm thinking there's like blood everywhere like people are screaming i'm crying because i'm just an emotional person like it was that overwhelming for me and um basically when they they said when um the military gets here you're safe you can go so then we just basically ran back to our hotel as soon as possible. And for those of you that don't know, Tulum is like a one way in, one way out kind of thing. One so road. It take forever. Oh, really? It takes for forever. If you're driving, thank goodness I am so grateful and that. And the traffic, I mean, oh. for an ambulance to get there. Oh, my God. It's impossible. Oh. Impossible. I didn't know that. So either. two people did die. Um, and the security guy got shot in the arm. I don't know what the two, I don't know. I personally, they tried to act so. Of course, they try to cover up the media and they said that um, it was a hit on a taxi driver. Yeah, right. But I'm like, why does it take eight shots? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, eight shots and you're just trying to kill one person. It doesn't make any sense. It's prime time, 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. They're trying oh. to make a mark. Mm-hmm. And for sure, I love Tulum, but I genuinely think that that is like what happened. I think it had something to do with the cartel. Like well, something it's, with it's, the- it's definitely with the cartel. What it is is that there's two or three cartels mm-hmm. and they go and ask for money for quote unquote protection. So you pay one cartel and then another cartel comes and asks for money and you're like, well, I already paid this person. So you don't pay them. And then they come in and shoot. It's kind of like up. a threat. Like, yeah. yeah. And so we're really and, good friends. And with it happened there. to our last yeah, guest yeah, too. Same actually. thing. Oh, you were telling same me that. Same thing happened to our last. And they were guest, downtown, they were right? Downtown Tulum, mm-hmm. but it was the same exact thing. You yeah, know? and she said that it was 
selling drugs like with that invisible line they went over that that i think that genuinely i think that's probably has something to do that night too because i've never experienced that before i mean obviously there's drugs there but like not like that where you can't even walk to the restroom without it's so to get through i'm like i just need to go to the bathroom please um but for sure that's that's what it is it's they're trying to control it and again i think people i did have a fear for a moment to not go back i'm like okay well i don't feel safe i'm never going back but again that can happen anywhere because the next night in dallas there was a shooting so i'm like you know what i'm still gonna live my life and we have talked to the people that work there and things like that. I mean, there was a shooting at a very popular club over this past weekend. I and, heard. Right. Here? Yeah. Where? Yeah, down Deep Ellum. I don't want to say the name, but. Yeah, I yeah it's too. scary. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even hear anything. That's what I tell people. <gasps> They're like, you went back. You've gone back. I'm like, listen, it's. It could just happen anywhere, anytime. It's such a freak accident. And again, out of the hundreds of times <laughs> I've been there and I've never experienced it yeah. ever. It's- I've been all over Mexico and I mean, it. I, I feel safe. I think that is because Tulum is being, making so much money right now that they just want, you know, their cut. Mm-hmm. Mm. But they did say That's that exactly there's the new president because the elections are coming. He's mm-hmm. like really against all of that. So I'm hoping for change and mm. I'm hoping they all work together. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> the car- the Look cartel at me has way more money than the president. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it's always going to be there. Yeah. I just think and again, like putting yourself, you know, I was again out at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night at the busiest restaurant in Tulum. Like, it's and okay. That shouldn't, you know, that I shouldn't even really be an issue. I think but, it was an incident that, you know, I, I think um, if these restaurants are going to continue like that, they'll 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 comply and, you know, mm-hmm. things will be good again. I think so. Yeah. And again, we've been back twice now since that happened. And there's tons of security. You do feel safe. I mean, again, I'm like, I'm just going to live my best life. Life is too short not to live and like have the fear. So I just I just keep going. <laughs> so it's amazing. Quick, before though. we do end this segment, what are some of the places that you know, you like to go to and frequent in Tulum. I get this I get this question asked a lot because I, I, I frequent Tulum a lot. So um give us some give us Honestly, some your... anything on the main beach road I'm just like obsessed with. Like during the day just relaxing and enjoying. Like any of the beach clubs are great. Um all the restaurants are amazing. You really can't go wrong. I uh and since we have been so much, we try to change it up every time, just experience something different. Um but I mean it's hard for me to pinpoint certain places because I can literally name off a list. I literally have a long note section on my phone <laughs> with all the places just to send people because it depends on the vibe you want. Right. You can either be party or you can be chill or you can, you know, do your yoga, which I love. It's very fitness oriented and eco-friendly and fresh. So the food, the food is the food. best. Like why? I need it's to just know fresh. Different. It is Clean, so and it's very it's healthy. Fresh. Everywhere you go is very like minimal, that's very I mean healthy, clean. Like clean. Healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. They have yoga and, and fitness all over. So it's it's very more like a retreat vibe. And it's stunning. The You know, the decor mm-hmm. is gorgeous. Um, good and, for content. Yeah. It's good for that it's content. It's an influencer world over there. That's for sure. <laughs> I saw a funny TikTok just the other day. They were making fun of influencers in, t- in uh, Tulum. And I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> one of, one yeah. of my favorites is Casa Malca. Oh, gorgeous. And that's uh, Pablo Escobar's old house. Oh, and, I've seen um, it. I have too. Yeah. And a, uh, an amazing um, 
uh, art art collector uh, bought it, mm-hmm. and there's so much amazing art, and they just did a lot to it, and that's one of my favorite places. Also, um, Paya Paplaya just got bought out by the Marriott. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no. So it's it's Tulum is definitely turning more commercial. And I don't know if I like that. There's a Starbucks on the main road now. Hope yeah. space. She's like. Hmm. There's a Burger King like on the main Burger road. King. I swear, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like it's it's really kind of getting commercialized a little bit. Because the reason so. you went before, it's kind of hard to get to. It's like an hour and a half, two hours, depending on traffic. An hour, Forty five minutes from yeah. Cancun. So that's why, and it was more expensive. So it was very exclusive. It was never super busy, and it was all these unique places. Now it's really expensive. (laughs) Well, on the main beach road, but what I will say, all the downtown has built up, and there's so much access to cheaper places. So people come. They they don't even stay in the main Tulum. They stay downtown. But it's a pain in the ass to get downtown (laughs) to to the beach. But people will do it. And then they go, and it becomes, like, overwhelming and crowded, and I just get a little annoyed. I'm like, (laughs) I found some new spots in Mexico. He did. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say. Oh, yeah. That's right. I don't want anybody to go. Yeah, don't tell them. I was telling people. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. Seriously, I was telling people, and now, like, I see a lot of people going. So I'll tell you after. Okay. Yeah. If y'all want to know, uh, hit me up, DM me. That's the only way he'll tell you. Slide in my DMs and I'll tell you. Well, Hope, what do you want to say anything to your fans? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for my platform. I'm grateful for social media. Um, it's given me a lot of amazing blessings. Um, I've met amazing people through social media and um, now I can say it's like a career for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've made a lot of money on social media. So again, I am just so grateful for it. And, and another little reminder, it's not easy. I've put in the work and it's taken yeah. me years to get here. So yeah. So maybe for people who want to do it, maybe to put the work in and be patient. Yeah. And no, I think maybe they expect overnight too. So nothing happens, overnight. you know, no. but just to yeah, and just like people. know your niche and know what you want to do and stick to it and whatever is working for you, that's your thing and make it work for you. And also just be realistic. Like I guess this whole time I never really, I always told people social media was um, kind of like just a hobby for me to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. It gives me something to do, but I never like relied on it wholeheartedly. That's right, why I have other could. aspects of my life, you mm-hmm. know? I so I think that's good too. like go in knowing that like, just have it be your hobby and then if it does become something great you know yeah i agree that's what we do with the podcast yeah perfect right because this is fun for y'all you love it that's what it is for me like social media is fun and it should be that way Mm -hmm. right well um thank you so much for all that and we're gonna come back with hope and yeah stay tuned for part two a little bit more personal and now we're gonna go to our party with miss polly which is party with Marcella at this point <laughs> yeah but i'm not a sex therapist well you kind of are you just a oh, licensed <laughs> good to know it's time to party with miss polly okay so i'm miss polly today we're gonna talk about soaking have you ever heard of soaking before 
Oh, I can only I mean, imagine. I can, I'm trying to figure it out. I could I have some ideas, but it sounds so disturbing. To me. Oh, What's your it could idea? be so many oh, things. What do you think? That accent. Oh my god. Oh, well, I've had some tequila too, so it really comes out. Golly. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is maybe like a girl peeing on yeah, someone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Oh no, it's. I think it's even like worse. soaking wet, like her hoo ha. That's what is I was wet. thinking too. Soaking, that's the like second thought, on. right? Oh no! The, oh yeah, the first one was on. peed on. That's not right. No, because oh, I think God. that would be a golden shower, right? Oh, 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 oh you are absolutely <laughs> correct. Just your sexual. You are right. I've been on this show for too long. Gosh. <laughs> show okay so show. what is soaking i'm gonna teach you right oh, now gosh. it's the mormon teen sex act going viral a mormon teen mm-hmm. so there's oh, no yeah. you know they gotta oh man so well, because they can't really they can't have do yeah they can't do sex they can have intercourse so. so who said mormons are living strictly by the book it's a loophole there's a it's like God's loophole. I had students no. tell me they, they didn't have put that anal shit sex. in the Bible, so it's okay. Yeah, because they would still be virgins. I had anal kids sex. Tell me, yeah, they told me it was God's loophole. Oh my God. So girls in high oh, school were God having. Has not heard this. Oh, I've never heard listen, this. Listen. So before no, I go into soaking, what? I had teenagers tell me that people at their school were having anal sex only because then they were still virgins. That's like next level shit. And they're <laughs> like, doing it like before. Yes. Oh, so the no. guys, I think it's all the guys manipulating these sweet, oh, innocent 100%. church girls saying, well, if we do it up your ass, you're still a virgin. And the girls would say, okay. And so it's God's loophole. I mean, technically, is that true? Or? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No. absolutely not true. No. <laughs> they can tell themselves that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, don't tell me anymore. Like, I don't need to oh know. Oh, my God. Young. Young. Having anal. God's loophole. And then there's actually like a viral YouTube video that sings about God's loophole. Oh, yeah. It sings, sings a like song. There's a song about it. <laughs> there's a song about it. I feel like we need okay. to bring it back. I, yeah, bring please it back. Ma- Tell Michael what it is. I don't know. I think it's God's loophole oh. or something like that. Maybe if he finds Michael's it. But he's on it. Let I me. It he's on it. <laughs> I, I'll get back to soaking. But what it is, it's the no sex rule. It's penetration without thrusting, an act known as soaking. Huh? And, <laughs> I am so I guess. Once you enter, you're like, you're, you're in. So it says um, a friend helps them. Oh, my God. So you have to have a friend with you. So what they do is they put the penis in. The friend puts the penis in. So, 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 So I'm guessing. Okay, here it is. A man places his penis in a woman's vagina. Okay, and that's ver- it. That you're, you're, but they're saying you're there's no thrusting, no moving, no orgasms. And so What's you just soak it in there. But they said a friend <laughs> will bounce up and down on the bed. So oh! it's like jump humping. So you get some movement, but you just don't thrust your penis in and out. Oh, no. Did you just said jump humping? <laughs> yes, jump she says humping. jump humping. <laughs> I'm going to use that in a sentence. Jump pumping. <laughs> Look, oh my gosh, wait, y'all. No. It says some talked about soaking. Someone discussed that anal sex is also a way to keep one's virginity. Mm. And we I just said well, that. God's loophole. So well, 
What it, is this? Then it photo? must be true. This I think it's like a girl proof? going viral on TikTok. Um, somebody <laughs> says, I never practiced soaking. Um, the trend is forbidden in the Mormon culture, they say. Um, soaking makes its rounds every now and then, and people are shocked and fall over with laughter. But it is a very serious thing that they say is God's loophole in the Mormon community. And I guess people are going viral on TikTok talking about their soaking experiences. Mm. So have any of you soaked before? (laughs) I think the first time I lost my virginity, I was soaking. (laughs) You didn't know what to do. You're just like, I'm just here. I'm just here. I I put it in. I was like, okay, now what? (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, I I remember that. How old were you? I was, oh my God. so I was in eighth grade going <gasps> to my ninth grade year. Who took it from you? You were so young. My, my our babysitter. What? No. My, my best friend Cruise. at the time, his cousin was babysitting us and she was not that much older than us. <gasps> and, and yeah, she was like, you come here now. What? Yeah. What? That's so she like kind of like forced you? I it's wouldn't like say forced. <laughs> I mean, because he enjoyed it, maybe. But she encouraged it. She encouraged it. <gasps> yeah. How old wow. was she? Um, I mean, she was she was like maybe junior, senior in high school. I was like eighth, know, grade? eighth grade, going to my ninth grade year. Yeah. Well, I guess it's. Did you use production? Nope. <gasps> wow. <laughs> nope. Wow. Yeah. And, yep. <laughs> So you were soaking your first time. Yeah. You got the full experience. You didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was, but you know what? I've done it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, so I guess they try to say, so. but you know what I think it is not to like be offensive. I I think it's mostly the guys. They just want to feel it. Like saying to the girl, like their girlfriend, like, no, you'll Uh, still be. You know, girls, girls want Mm. that too. And especially, you know, I've, I've, I'm into like all these stupid realities and I see these like um I'm reality shows and I see these like, you know, being Mormon and all that. Me too. You know, the Salt Lake City Housewives yeah. is what I want. And I, and, and I see them and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, some of them want to get out. Yes. You know? It's horrible. And then, and then they they get out and they're like, fuck, and they come back in. And I mean, I you you see their whole life and stuff and you kind of like you don't get it, but you understand. You know, like it's it, when you grew up and that's all you know. And that's, that's the true. religion. That's you. Yeah. I've always said you only know what you've been taught. Yeah, yeah I agree. You know? So when when yeah. you grow up like that and, you know, you see other stuff and you realize like there's other stuff out there, you know, and they go to New York and they see all this stuff and they're like, whoa, and some of them stay and some of them come back. And it's it's a crazy thing. So, I mean, I believe all that. Yeah, no, I agree. So, well. I don't know if Michael found the song. I think they need to hear it. Oh. Michael, did you find God's loophole song? Possibly. I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this might or might not be the loophole song. Bye, guys. Great talking with you. <laughs> I think this is schools in our high schools or colleges. God's loophole. Couldn't so. have said it better myself. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. All my life, I've been good. Do what my mom and dad and God say I should. Go to church and Bible school to 
scroll. This is it. So whatever people tell me that the Bible tells me, I will do. Walk the halls of high school with my purity ring. Unlike those other girls, I got my morals in check. It was easy to do till I got a boyfriend and pardon my French, but he's cute as heck. But I made a pact to keep my hymen intact and Jesus and I Oh, that's it right there. You can see it. about the words and bees. I was taught to keep an aspirin in between my knees. Because the Bible says premarital sex is wrong. But Jason says that guys can't wait that long. And I don't want to lose him to someone who'll do him. I need to figure something out. Well, there's a loophole in scripture that works really well, so I can get him off without going to hell. It's my turn. Oh, you're missing out. No. G? Right before they say No, I don't know what your chords are. I don't know what my chords are. Yep. That was my bad. I was playing this. Oh. That was pretty. Going to hell. Going to hell. Okay. Well, there's a loophole in scripture that works really well, so I can get him off without going to hell. It's my Hail Mary full of grace. In Jesus' name we go to fifth base. Oh, thank you for making me holy. And thank you for giving me holes to choose from. And since I'm not a godless whore, they'll have to come in the back door. Therefore, find me the ass because I love Jesus. The good Lord would want it that way. That sweet sensation of a throbbing rationalization It's just between you and me Cause everyone knows it's for sex That God can't see Oh my god no Do me in the ass It's hard to be as pure as me To resist the urge to lose my vaginal virginity To wait until my marriage bed To give my husband my unsullied maiden head So take your cock out Shove it in my ass Fuck me until you come Oops, I mean let's join our souls And unite our bodies and fly oh. with the wings of God. No. <laughs> Whatever done. you do, don't touch my clitoris. <gasps> really Satan's doorbell, God can't ignore this. And no prophylactics when you put it in. Because <laughs> it's, it's a sin. I've emptied my bowels and laid out the towels. I'm ready for romance. Oh my God. Now I'm praying to the power that's the highest. But of all of my holes, this one's the driest. I can't. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> we can't procreate if we anally copulate. And God's okay with sodomy, but only if you're straight. And I'm staying pure no matter what. So I'm okay with everything but everything but everything but. Whoa, fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus. The good Lord would want it that way. Of a rock hard rationalization, it's just between you and me. Cause everyone knows it's the sex that God can't see. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's what my students played for me at the studio. No! And and they're oh and my they're god. doing and that. They're doing it. And oh. wow. Listen, I will wow. say I feel like kids these days. <laughs> Stupid. Mm. <laughs> Back in the day, it's oh like we didn't even talk God. about that stuff. No. And I Back mean, in the day it was like a blowjob. Like, like maybe, <laughs> maybe if you want to venture out, like, but like you know, well, I want to keep my virginity, so I'll give you a blowjob. I'm like, okay, I'm good at that. You know? <laughs> Damn! Wow. So now there's that and soaking. Oh, soaking. oh man. man. So. Anyway, all right, we'll go to our question of the day. Hilarious. Yeah, let's go to question of the day. <laughs> that is funny. The two posh girls ask the question of the day. All right, all right, all right. Uh -oh. So the question of the day. 
if you're in a relationship and the other person is cheating habitually, gosh, do you think their friends know about it? Uh, Their friends Mm -hmm. or my friends? Uh, It says right here, their friends. (laughs) Their friends. Well, 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 their meaning the person that is getting cheated on. No. They're meaning the person that's getting cheated on. Yes. So say, let's say hypothetically speaking, you're in a relationship and your boy is cheating on you and your circle of friends, do they know? My girlfriends. Like it would be your girlfriends, your boyfriends. I mean, just just a group of friends. friends. Like, yes, you know, I just for sure. A hundred percent. Cause I feel like you tell your friends everything mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's something oh, like someone it's knows. something like they would do it in front of your other friends. Depending like, on like your relationship. Your, Cause I you know, know some people who date, like they do have their separate lives, right? Like they'll go and like guys nights and girls nights and do their things or like guys trips and girls trips. So if they were habitually cheating, then of course those people would know. Right. I, I think so. I think they would know. I think there's always someone. And so it is 89%. That's oh, really there's an high. 89% mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Their um their their peers know. Which That's, is also very uncomfortable. Yeah. You because know, to know things like that, by the way. It's, it's like, I mean, do you get involved? Do you yep. any of your business to say anything? I mean, maybe both of them are your friends and you're just like, you know what? That's that's them. Like married there's so many friends. different situations. Married or not. I mean, there's so many. Mm-hmm. You know. can cause a lot of drama. And then for yeah. some reason, I feel like kids, it's always yeah, you that gets in trouble. Yeah, and it's your fault. Yeah. For yeah. Telling you say something. Yeah. Oh, it's but so it's, hard. It's such a fine line. I mean, like, so, um, so maybe to add a little bit like, I mean, do you do you think it's it's your place to say anything? You know, so say, say we, hypothetically situation. There's well, we um, actually have this situation. Oh, we have been there, and like Patrick, my husband is wanting to say something so bad, and I tell him to stay out of it because, in the end, you're always the bad person. <laughs> they need to figure out their own life. It will come out eventually. They may already know and decide. They don't want or, or just to be they don't thing. see it. They don't want to. They don't see it. They don't want to see it. But Patrick it. says, I would want my friends to come to me and tell me. Well, I would be really mad if I found out they knew. <laughs> well, you're in a lose lose regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I believe you need to let it just happen on its own. You don't I think need it to depends the on the relationship, too. Like, I can tell you there's some girlfriends I have that if I saw that, I would tell immediately. Like, yeah. No, and there is no question they could get mad at me, but it would kill me inside. Oh, I think their boyfriend, husband. Yeah, yeah. like if <clears throat> my very, very best girlfriends, like not this would happen with her, yeah. but if I saw Justin, I mean, Lord, it, you better tell me. I would be like, <laughs> Papa, yeah. that you knew. Yeah, Ooh, right. be bad. Uh, yeah. Like there are certain. I think it depends on your relationship, and then yeah. there are some people where I have been in the situation, and our relationship is just not at a point where I feel like. I just place. don't want to get involved. So I guess that's a good answer. It just depends on the relationship mm-hmm. that you have with the person. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's true. You don't want to be the bad guy and be like, you know, you tell the person and then you're really good friends with them. And then they're going to side on the per- or believe the yeah. other person. And then now you're ousted and 
or trying to be the good person. And I think whoever said that made a good point too. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Maybe they They know. know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they are just, it just is what it is, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's just such a, that's a hard question. That is a tough question. But again, I think it's totally relationships. Cause again, I'm in this, I'm in the same place. I probably know some things or have heard some things and you just don't know when you're, when it's your place. Exactly. But, But the question is, do you think their peers know not, should you be the yeah. one? True. True. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is, yes. So. I, think, I, I know. think so too. Yeah. I mean, I have actually been with someone who was a habitual fucking cheater. And <laughs> you probably know who it is, right, Andy? <laughs> um, and I was very upset when people knew girlfriends, not the guys, because I felt like I didn't need them to tell me. But certain girls, I was like, how did you not like say anything? Did they like see it happening? Mm-hmm. Like with their own eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's different too. Yeah. If you see it, yeah, other than hearing it. it because yeah. people can talk shit all the time. That's but true it's too. like when you see saw it happening, it. I was very mm-hmm. upset. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, at the same time, in their defense today, I do remember though being upset then. And because I was in an abusive relationship, they were like, we didn't, you wouldn't have, you would have been mad at us. Like you yeah. wouldn't have left. It, it would have been So it like... would have been bad for them. And there was a girlfriend that I wasn't allowed to talk to. For a year. Remember, I couldn't talk to Nicole because this person was cheating on me with my best friend's sister. And when told, when she told me I stayed like an idiot and I wasn't allowed to talk to her for a whole year because he wouldn't allow it. So you, I think you run the risk of like at this, I think it's very situational at the time. No. Yeah. But then there are certain people I will tell. I don't care. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> I'm and, telling you. And on that note, I'm just throwing it in. It's not you, it's just in general for any relationship. Guys, girls, if that is a situation where it says you're not allowed. Oh, yeah, you for need sure. To run. You should run. Like right then. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. Red no. flag. Like the biggest red flag ever. Yes, for sure. You yes. can hang out with whoever you want. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. All right. Uh, now, Michael, we don't really have a thing yet for it, but. We do no, have outro. a gossip segment, and sometimes Ooh. I don't know if does anyone even about have it? any gossip. <laughs> oh, you got some? I don't have any gossip. I was gonna say I've been out of the uh, country yeah, for you a have. while, but we always like to ask our guests. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do I have any gossip? Do they have any gossip that they would like to share? That's so hard. Like nothing's like hitting me. Like <laughs> yeah. right in the moment, I forgot about it. Um, I feel we, we have to prepare them. I know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta think. Right. My memory's really bad. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> so I don't have gossip, but it's kind of a cool thing. It's not like a hidden thing, but I think it's very exciting that Carrie from Carrie's Pilates from Los Angeles, this big brand, is thinking about opening a location in Dallas. That's true, and that yes. is um, amazing. Wow. That's very, a big deal. Cool. That's yeah. a big deal. good gossip. That's yeah. good gossip. It can be yeah. positive. Yeah. yeah. So it's always not. I think that know? that is super cool. Yeah. And um, they're looking at buildings. Yeah. So I think it's going to happen. And then we said that me, Carrie, and Hope are going to do a pop-up to yeah. like a teaser. This Man. is what you'll get. Oh, my God. I am there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I am laughs> It'll there. be fun. I'll be with my two blondes wow. and the brunette. Yeah. Exactly. So wow. we'll do a pop-up workout and then... We talked about that on the phone. I was like, well, when you know, like, we'll do the pop-up, the three of us, and kind of... Do you think it's intimidating for other girls to be in, um, you know, in coaching with with 
girls that are so hot? <laughs> so I don't I mean what I know is that I have seen it so many times. I'm just gonna talk about Carrie's brand for a second. But uh when people talk about if you ever go to a Los Angeles for the first time, what do you have to do? Say the top five things. Carrie's is always stop at Carrie's Pilates. Like it's a really famous big people deal. say that. Famous. Wow. Um so for it to come here and then they have done a pop up and so many people I came and I don't think actually. it's uh intimidating at all. I think they love seeing beautiful girls and trying to be maybe more like that. Oh, I don't know. I don't I mean I haven't been um with adults as long as Hope has as far as training people, but I I've only been told that one time by Maria that was saying, you know, you better be careful like how you dress and stuff because people won't want to work out. It's too intimidating. But I don't know. I mean, I think you probably could comment on that more than I could even. Yeah, I think honestly, like just even for me, you want your trainer to look how you want to look, right? right. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. You would want someone who works hard on themselves yes. to inspire you and motivate you. So again, I only train women. And you only they, train women. I only train women. And, you know, my backstory is like work, you know, like it's been hard for me to build muscle. And I've always like really worked really hard for that. And just like, you know, so when I have women come to me, they're inspired. They're motivated. They're like, yeah, I want to look like that. So yeah. that's why I want you to be my trainer. So I think it just depends on the person. I think mm-hmm. a lot of women are inspired. I don't think it would be a bad thing. I think it's personalities too. Yeah, because we're genuine people. Mm-hmm. And Dallas is such a huge fitness-based city that people are looking for something like that. Yeah. They and love it. The gay community. Oh, they oh, love it. They love it. <laughs> they, love it. <laughs> they are the best. They. Lo- um, what do we say? We're like the share Lady Gaga. Like you know, of like fitness. Yes, <laughs> the gays love it. I love it too. Like, come on, come all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank, thank you all. On that note, yes, well, in the first show. Thank you so much thank for listening. Thank you so much. Please follow us on all our social media. Oh, and Hope, give your social media yes. handles, please. At Hope Bill. <laughs> B-E-E-L. Yes. yes. B-E-E-L. Marcella, where are we on all? Oh, I was like, where Tell are we? Tell Dallas. Tell um, we are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Facebook. I think that's it. LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn is not really very shaky. <laughs> but yeah. I was trying to think On of them. all the podcasts. Oh, every podcast platform. Yes. Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Spreaker. Oh, wow. Uh all of them. What am I missing? All you of guys those. Get most of your um on through Spotify. Like, what's the biggest platform for your podcast? I Michael. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do all mine through Spotify. 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 Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening and we'll be back. Make sure you come back to part two. Part two of Hope. If you like our show, you can follow us on all social media handles. Two Posh Podcast is on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as Two Posh Boutique is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And my personal Instagram is Gabby Talks and my Facebook is Gabrielle Kendler Gilmore. So reach out to us and... Here's Marcella's social media handles. Also, our podcast is on all podcast networks um, that you can find. I You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, at Marcella Ranieri. Nothing really creative. My first and last name. 
name m-a-r-c-e-l-l-a-r-a-n-e-r-i you can find me on facebook at bernie diamond or you can find follow me on instagram at underscore bernie underscore diamond and there you go and two posh podcast is also on youtube we have our own youtube channel miss polly yes you can follow me on instagram at pr by polly my twitter handle is miss polly sex edu Hey. Beautiful, everyone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to podcasts YouTube. and YouTube. You can see us all. Yeah, and and you, everyone have a wonderful day.